So that connection with your soul, feeling it in your physical form is what being a human being is all about. It's not this and that in here and there and spirit and body. It's, it's, it's connected. It is the same thing. We only separate it so that we can observe it and understand it. But really and truly, it is interwoven. They are not existing without the other. They cannot exist without each other. So that has been really powerful. Um, noticing that I can talk to myself and get a clear, concise answer very quickly most of the time. And that was something I had to like really sit with for a long time before because I was, I wasn't as present with myself. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, discover our unique gifts, and make a lasting impact on the world by connecting with our souls. I'm sharing with you all the wisdom and tools I've been taught on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, business, and spirituality. I'll be having conversations with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work. Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. Today, I'm going to do somewhat of a continuation of my last solo episode, which is called Focus Your Attention on Your Intention. And I talked about my decision and and part of the story of me giving up alcohol for a one-year commitment. But what I didn't talk about was some of the details and the in-depth mental, physical, experiences that I had. And the reason I want to do this follow-up and share a little bit more deeply is because of two things. One, I officially have gone 365 days with no alcohol as of today. Go me. I'm very proud of myself. I'm very excited. I feel so much different than I normally do when I set a goal and I achieve it. I've, I've, if you've been listening to this podcast, I think this is episode 80. And throughout this podcast, I've shared a lot of things about destination happiness and setting goals and achieving them and still not feeling happy and still not feeling fulfilled. And this is so different. It's, it's like a a realization that the journey is truly the goal, the ultimate goal of accomplishment is to enjoy a journey. And sometimes enjoying the journey isn't like watching a really good movie or looking forward to your next night of your next Netflix binge or um, feeling comfortable in a bubble bath. It's, it's enjoying all of the array of experience of a human being. And I was doing my meditation this morning because today was 365 days free of alcohol. And I wrote that down and I have here my journal 
because I shared on my Instagram a picture of this and I wanted to share directly from my journal so you could see exactly like where my mind was when I was kind of dumping all of this out. And I wrote this multiple times in multiple different ways. And I thought it was really funny because I wrote 365 days free of alcohol, 365 days free of alcohol with all caps. And then I wrote 365 days in all words. And then I wrote free and under that from and under that alcohol free, like free. I've broken free of something. And even just writing that after my meditation felt liberating and unlike normally how I've felt in my life where I feel like I have to have control over things and I have to control the way everything plays out and I have to control and micromanage things. I felt like I had, I was in control of my own personal choice and my own personal allowance of what has a grasp on me. And it was a really definitive moment for me to realize that alcohol does not have a grasp on me. And it reminds me of that quote from Buddha that says, if you don't control your mind, your mind will control you. And also another one that says, your mind is a terrible master and an excellent servant. And I felt like that with a physical experience, with a physical materialized entity of alcohol as being one specific example that alcohol is not controlling me. I can control alcohol. Alcohol is not dictating to me what I do. I can dictate to it. And it was just a really cool realization that I'm free from it, from its whatever it had, you know, this elusive thing that I could turn to, this this place that would um, make me feel disconnected and at the same time safe. Such a, such a strange oxymoron, um, these things that keep us from ourselves, whatever your thing might be. Um, alcohol is just one of those things. I mean, there's many things that distract us from the present moment. There's many things that distract us from our own feelings and thoughts. Anyway, that was one thing that I just really realized and I thought it was uh, pretty cool. Um, So I think what I'm going to do is just read to you a couple of the things that I wrote down. So I just channeled this. I've got two pages. I'm not going to read all of them to you because I'm going to try to keep this about 20 minutes (laughs) and I don't think you want me to keep jabbering on, or maybe you do, I don't know. But I, uh, I'm just going to pick out a few as I look at these, but these are all just channeled. So after my meditation, sometimes I will grab my journal and as soon as I open my eyes and I bring myself physical, emotional, spiritual self, all, you know, one in the present moment and, and, you know, bring myself here physically, I'll write down whatever words want to come out. And in this case, it came out in a list. Surprise, because I am a Capricorn and that is what I do. (laughs) Very list oriented. And so a lot of times when I'm channeling information and, and 
retrieving information, things are coming through me, it, it tends to come out in a little bit more of a structured form, sometimes poetry, sometimes strategies, sometimes systems, sometimes um, course creations, sometimes complete, you know, visualizations of future things, you know, whatever. But in this case, it was a list. Um, I'm going to start by just reading the very first one because it was the very first thing that came through me after this meditation. And um, this is what it says. It says, I no longer am attached to numbing my feelings. Wow. And then the second one. I am in the array of feelings a human is available to experience every second of every day. I am able to be aware of what I am feeling and observe it more frequently without judgment. That's the third one. I'll read you one more and then I'm going to talk about it just for a moment because these are all actually very connected. The fourth one, I process the emotions that come along with feeling with a sense of peace, not dread. So these first four that really came through me of my reflection of, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, a self-study. I'm an observer of myself. That's part of my journey in this life. And it's part of what I share. It's part of how I teach. It's part of how I've always expressed is through experience. And so for me to go through an experience, put myself intentionally through something so that I can extract information and wisdom and lessons, all of the first things that came to me were all about feeling as a human, the things that we feel, the things that we experience. And it made me realize that because of drinking alcohol, it pulled me away a lot of times from the things I didn't want to feel, the things I didn't want to experience. And it's, that's a common thing with me since I was a young kid is always wanting to run away from my feelings and my emotions. It's ancestral. It's in my DNA. I've been doing a lot of, that's a whole nother episode about um, healing ancestral wounds and <laughs> uh, altering our DNA to an upgraded place. Um, but a lot of that is in my ancestry. I have a lot of Ukrainian um, heritage and there's a lot of other things that I've I've come to find. I have a Native American great-great-grandmother that I didn't know about. And there's just been a lot. <laughs> there's been a lot of healing in that place. And a lot of it is surrounded around feelings and emotions that have always been through my bloodline, through my family history of shut down, be quiet, keep it to yourself, don't show your feelings. I feel like freaking Elsa from Frozen most of my life. And um, the first four things that I realized uh, taking alcohol away from myself was that I started to feel a lot of stuff and I was not prepared at first for it at all. Um, I'm like, where do I run to? I can't run away. I like can't, I want to jump out of my skin sometimes. And I remember specifically a moment probably about four or five months ago where I told my husband, I, I was just crying and I never cry. Like it's not really of me to just like be emotional, like a water person, you know, I'm an earth person. I'm a little bit more like, I don't really show how I feel a lot. And so 
um, like water people would definitely cancer. I have so many cancer in my life and they all like really wear their emotions on their sleeve, not afraid to cry, sensitive. And they're like, God, do you even do like, blah. and I'm like, no, I just, I don't understand. And all of a sudden it started coming out and I told my husband, cause he's looking at me like, what the heck? Like, why are you crying all the time? And I just said, I just need your emotional support. Like, I don't need you to do anything. I don't need you to fix anything. I There's nothing you can do. Like, you don't need to, nothing. You, I just need your emotional support. I need you to hold space for me. And trying to explain that to someone who's like, what? What do you, okay, okay. Like, what do you mean hold space? And I'm like, just allow me, just let me have this experience. Like, I am aware that it feels weird and it probably seems crazy. Like, I'm about to fly off the handle, but I'm not. I just am learning to process emotions and allow myself in my physical form, in my body, and my mind, feel feelings that I have not sat with. So for me to write that I'm no longer attached to numbing my feelings is so freaking powerful. It makes me want to cry because when feelings arise, it is natural for some people to want to run away from them. And for me, hundred percent, like, I don't want to feel, I'm like, I don't want to feel this. 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 I don't want to feel it in my physical body. It makes me feel pain. It makes me feel achy. It makes me feel sticky and, and thick and heavy, uh, to feel certain things. And so, yeah, I would, I would numb them out or I would run, I would use, you know, workaholic, I would workaholic, I would use alcohol, I would use, you know, different things to numb myself. And I no longer feel attached to numbing my feelings. Like, I don't feel like I have to do that. And that's really cool. Because you find yourself in this more space of equanimity, which I talked about in uh, my last solo episode was about finding that space of being unaffected by what things are happening and of just observing. And it really is a powerful place to be, to be able to experience life as a human is supposed to, which is a lot of different things and a lot of different feelings. Like that is part of being a human. Um, the other thing, um, feeling these array of, of feelings every day. Like that was new for me. Um, feeling so many different feelings in a day and being able to just like watch them and be able to observe them. And the, the really powerful part here is observe it more frequently without judgment because there is a lot of healing there that needs to be done of like being sad is bad. You should be happy being um, angry, you should be kind and loving and, and, and joyful at all times. And so, you know, being able to observe some of those feelings and emotions, and I've had some incredible help, um, especially with one of my yoga teachers, Gianna Purcell, who I've had on this podcast as well, has helped me so much um, with these specific things, feelings and emotions, working through some of her workshops and learning different breathing techniques and movement techniques through yoga has been such a powerful, powerful medicine in my my own personal journey. Um, 
So I'm very thankful to her for that, whether she knows it or not. But yeah, it's it's been pretty powerful to be able to observe those kinds of hard things. Uh, Glennon Doyle, she calls it hard feelings, like those hard ones that are they're pretty tough. Um, being able to not judge them and let them move through and and honor them and, and extract what needs to be extracted and leave what doesn't need to be, you know, just let it be if it just is. Uh, so that's all the feeling stuff. It's a lot. Yeah. Processing those emotions without, um, dread without like, Oh my God, I gotta deal with this. You know, it's like, okay, here it is. Let's see what's up. <laughs> um, let's see, where else can I take you here? Oh, these are interesting here. Um, I feel embodied with my soul. I feel like my soul is very present. I I have a really deep connection with my intuition. It feels very activated. That's one of the points I made in here. One of the, the things I wrote down was my intuition is activated. And what I mean by that is that very often, if not always, I can ask myself questions. And before I even finish asking the question, I am receiving the answer. It's a really cool thing to be connected with. And um, I teach on this a lot in I teach on this a lot in the Limitless Collective, my membership platform, which we will be opening up shortly. And it's um for me to be able to share it and teach it in a way that is received so that you or whoever is receiving this information can apply it in their own way for their own life. I had to experience it in my own way, in my own life, and it's just becoming more and more rich. And um, having that deep connection with yourself and in physically embodied, I feel embodied with my soul. So that connection with your soul, feeling it in your physical form is what being a human being is all about. It's not this and that in here and there in spirit and body. It's, it's, it's connected. It is the same thing. We only separate it so that we can observe it and understand it. But really and truly, it is interwoven. They are not existing without the other. They cannot exist without each other. So that has been really powerful. Um, noticing that I can talk to myself and get a clear, concise answer very quickly most of the time. And that was something I had to like really sit with for a long time before because I was, I wasn't as present with myself, especially when I was drinking. And when I say I was drinking, you know, having a glass of wine or this or that, like it for me personally, and this may not be for you, but this is just my experience. Um, it pulled me away from that deep connection. And so I wouldn't have that availability with myself in a really instantaneous way. <laughs> and it was, it's been a very powerful tool for me to use, especially during this time of this pandemic and so many choices that have had to be made and so many things that have had to be done. Um, it's been really powerful to be able to tap in and say, you know, what do I need right now? And before I ask the question, I have the answer and I just know I can feel it in my gut that says this or that 
or do this, eat that, drink this, have that, go do this, don't do that. And it just, I just know right, right away. Um, a couple more things. Let's see. I hope you're liking this. You like this? This is fun. Uh, this is like deep dive into my, my psyche here. Uh, oh, okay. A few things here. I'm more compassionate. I feel my feminine is emerging more and more organically. That's fun. My body communicates with me better, which kind of ties in with um, my intuition. Um, I love my body more. Wow, cool. Uh, I practice asana yoga more integrate, uh, more, what is that word? More frequently. <laughs> I can't even read my own handwriting. Uh, so the, the physical movement of yoga Yoga is so much, right? Yoga is simply breathing. Yoga is meditation. Yoga is kindness. Yoga is no harm. Yoga is, you know, all these practices. But the physical practice is something that I have intermittently avoided because of physical pain, because of um, it just being hard to get in, into that state of wanting to, to move. And I feel like with that, the feminine emerging in me more and more organically that I wrote down here, I feel more connected with my body and more connected with loving it. And, and I'm more compassionate to myself <laughs> and to others. That's been a huge benefit. Um, being able to hold space. And with that feminine, I'm sorry, my kids keep running in here. So I'm pausing this and then like restarting. But it's really funny because they were just listening to me and they're like, what's feminine? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the what I mean by that, since maybe you're wondering too, is that I feel like my more goddess-like qualities are coming out in me. Um less more less of the masculine of like workaholic structure. This everything has to be this way and I feel much more fluid and I feel much more like I can shape shift into whatever is coming towards me and make choices based off of how I feel instead of how I think should things should be practically. So it feels much more flowing and fluid and goddess-like. Um, I love my body more, like way more. I have had a long time hating my body, like dysmorphically hating my body. And that's probably a whole nother episode. There's a lot of things I could probably talk about here. Um, but I love it more. Like I'm appreciating it more. I'm, I'm looking at it as a temple, a vessel of carrying me through this life. And it's just really been really beautiful to get to know it and love it and connect with it much more deeply. There are quite a few on here, so I'm just going to read a few more that I feel like are really important, um, especially this one. I have a deeper empathy for those who struggle. And then right after that, I wrote, I have a deeper space in my heart to have empathy and, sh and have compassion for others. Sorry, can't read my handwriting. Um, that deeper empathy for those who struggle is really emerging um, without feeling other people's pain in my body is really powerful. Being able to put myself mentally in someone else's position so that I can see through their eyes without having to, to take their pain and, and allow it into my 
vessel. That has been very powerful, especially with everything that is going on right now in the world. So much pain, so much sadness, so much of these hard feelings in in different ways, in different communities that we are all um, becoming very aware of as we've had so much time alone and we've had so much time to reflect. And I really feel like it's created this deeper space in my heart to have compassion for others. Like it's, it's opened up this, I feel like I have another heart, right? I feel like I have so much more space because when I was drinking alcohol, I felt like that space was taken up by me, myself, and I, and I couldn't open up enough to be able to have that bandwidth to hold as much energy that it takes to see and feel hard things that don't have to do with you directly, but they do because we are one of the whole. We are connected. We are all connected. Um, so that's been very powerful. Um, the last one, let's see. My love feels more rich. We're going to end it on that note. I feel like um, creating this space, creating this space in my heart, my soul, cleaning out my complete system, um, being so in the present moment, my love feels more rich. I feel like I, I know what love is much more. Um, I still, you know, I'm, I'm still looking to find a deeper and deeper connection with love in all things in all ways, but um, that's been a confusing thing for me a long time is what is love and how do I do it? <laughs> how do I be it? How do I use it? How do I find it? And I feel like uh, love is something that became really deep, a deep well. And it was an exploration. And um, that's probably the most precious gift that I found this whole journey. So those are some of the things that I experienced during this one year. So if, you know, you're interested in trying something, um, you know, removing something from your life that feels like it's not beneficial and it feels really hard, I, I encourage you to listen to the focus, your attention on your intention. That might help you out a little bit. I think it's episode number 78. Um, yeah, and reach out to me because I'm always here. I love to chat. Um, it's really my life's work and my life's purpose to be here to um, support others and share my story. So that is one of my stories is uh, one year of no alcohol and all the things I learned. And I am going to continue to just listen to my intuition and continue to integrate all of these lessons that I've discovered that I've learned and see where that leads me. Everyone's like, are you going to drink alcohol? Are you going to go have some shots of tequila? I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Who knows? Maybe one day I will. Um, but I feel really good and I'm really loving that these are the things that are up grading in my subconscious that these things are coming through me, these messages and these words. 
Um, and I'd like to continue that. I'd like to continue uncovering those things. I'd like to continue sharing those things. And I feel like the more present I can be in this season of my life, the more I can share, the more I can give, the more I can give to myself. Uh, so that's what I'm going to continue doing. So yay, it's exciting. And thank you for being here for the journey. Thanks for asking questions. If you like this episode, please share it in your stories. Maybe someone is out there who's struggling or someone is needing some support or guidance. Maybe this would find them and support them too. So thanks for being here for it. Can't wait to connect with you next week on another episode. See you then.